4: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. <laughs> Dozens of Israelis
1: are killed in a stampede at a religious festival. I'm Robert Berger
2: in Jerusalem.
0: This reporting has 44 dead. In Queens last
3: night... A
2: man on a scooter is killed and a diner seriously injured when a car plows into an outdoor dining area.
3: She had to be going well over 50 miles an hour.
2: I'm Marla Diamond in Astoria.
0: Then to Westchester, where it's lights out on the river. The end of the
1: line for the Indian Point nuclear power plant. We're at a day that
5: uh, we've arrived at that we thought would never occur.
0: I'm Sean Adams in Buchanan. Rated by the feds, Rudy rants on the radio. You haven't had a person like me in the U.S. Attorney's Office since I left. No wonder you're jealous. Changes in the mask rules in Connecticut. Changes for the Jets and Giants after last night's draft. And the day Nixon lied to us all on TV. In our news radio archives for this state's milestones. Friday, April
4: 30th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with
0: fewer commercials. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Uh, one thing we should know before we get this day underway is uh, if you have an opportunity before you leave for wherever you're going today, and you have stuff outside, patio furniture or whatnot, tie it down. Winds could be 40, 50 miles an hour. Afternoon time today, we'll get into that with Craig Allen in a moment about this major wind storm that's heading our way. The first big religious event since the pandemic in Israel has turned into one of the country's deadliest civilian disasters. Robert Berger reports on a stampede during the celebrations of Lag Baomer at Mount Meron. More than 100,000
1: people attended an annual religious event in northern Israel, but when they headed for the exit, disaster struck. Many slipped and fell as they crowded into a narrow passageway. It turned into a stampede that left dozens of people dead. 5,000 police were on hand to keep order, but the situation quickly spun out of control was one of the deadliest civilian disasters in Israel's history.
0: The director of the Hatzala Rescue Service said that he was horrified by how crowded the event was, saying the site was equipped to handle maybe a quarter of the number that was there. It was during dinner time last night at the Peruvian restaurant Rosatoro in Astoria, Queens, when a car came plowing through the outdoor dining tent. And in the terror of that moment, it turned out the driver had hit and killed a scooter driver seconds earlier. On the scene this morning on Dittmar's Boulevard, WCBS reporter Marla Diamond is piecing this together. Marla?
2: And in the street, Wayne, the remains of the large outdoor dining structure smashed to bits. It's collapsed wood walls piled up over metal chairs and tables. It was 745 last night, say police, when an out-of-control driver struck two parked cars on 35th Street and Ditmars Boulevard, an area that has many outdoor dining sheds. It's very popular uh, at this time of the year as the weather gets warmer. The car then rammed into a 29-year-old man on a scooter and continued driving with the man still under her car. This witness was a passenger in the back seat of an Uber.
3: This woman comes up and this road's not wide enough for two cars. She goes around my Uber like we're standing still, maybe 60 plus miles an hour. And then me and my Uber driver, he slams on the brakes because we just see it coming. He goes, no, no, no. And boom. And all you see is the roof actually pull up because she hit so hard. She had to be going well over 50 miles an hour.
2: The 60 year old driver was taken to Elmhurst Hospital Center and a 32 year old woman who was dining at the restaurant was taken to Mount Sinai Queens with injuries to her legs. She is in stable condition.
0: Marla, I heard that clip you just played of the, the witness, but do we know if this was a tragic accident or maybe aggressive driving?
2: Well, at this point, police are not saying, but the driver did swerve into the bike lane to go around that Uber. So far, police have not filed any charges.
0: All right, Marla, thank you for the update from Queens this morning. No longer will there be an aging nuclear power plant operating in the most populated part of the country. They are powering down Indian Point for good today. To Westchester and Sean Adams, who has been reporting on that plant for, well, for decades now... And while people won't miss having a nuclear neighbor, Sean, or hearing those creepy test sirens, was the plant actually unsafe?
1: Well, it depends whom you ask. Uh, So plant operator Entergy would say nuclear reactors at Indian Point have safely provided electricity to New York City and the lower Hudson Valley for half a century. Opponents say uh, this plant is a dinosaur, it's time has come. They would point to, in the past, uh, problems with the uh, contaminated groundwater, uh, some structural concerns, cracked bolts inside the reactors. Uh, what ultimately did an Indian point really was the location, 25 miles from New York City, 20 million people within 50 miles. No one wanted a Chernobyl on the Hudson. The enormity of the situation became quite clear to Westchester County Executive George Latimer when he started participating in emergency drills.
5: When I became county executive, I started to um, uh, be involved in simulations uh, annually as to what we would do if there were a crisis at Indian Point, and it's about the most analogous situation to being in the situation room i guess in the white house
1: after the shutdown later tonight uh, it'll take more than a dozen years to tear down these reactors municipalities are going to have to adjust to the loss of tax revenue there will be job losses and new york state is going to have to find uh, new sources of electricity wayne
0: yeah what about that sean how much of an impact will this shutdown have on the power grid
1: well, Indian Point uh, provided roughly a quarter of the electricity for New York City in the lower Hudson Valley. Now, New York State actually has enough power, a lot of it actually is uh, hydroelectric uh, generated upstate. Short term though, more electricity is going to have to come from natural gas fired plants. Now. Obviously, that's going to increase pollution, and some people are upset about that. But the governor says uh, it's going to be temporary. Several wind and solar projects are under construction. By 2030, New York State is supposed to get 70% of its electricity from renewable sources. The question is, will the wind and the sun provide enough? A lot of that depends on innovations yet to come with respect to electricity
0: storage. I think today's wind might do it, though. Well, I don't know about the rest of the wind, but we'll hear about that from Craig Allen in a moment. Right now, Joe Kindley is here with one of the money stories. And, Joe, a lot of people wonder if the mayor is going to fully reopen the city too soon.
5: Yeah, Wayne, they want to know how many unvaccinated people they'll be mingling with and want to know about the new variants causing outbreaks in other places, not just India, but in Oregon and Toronto. The mayor said people are going to be flocking here from all over the country. The organizers of the U.S. Tennis Open and the New York Marathon tell the Times, talk of reopening July 1 or sooner is encouraging, but they want more details. A spokesman for Brookfield Properties asks, is July 1 the right date? This caught us by surprise. I think most of us were thinking September. And the retail workers' union says we have to wait for the scientists to tell us when to reopen fully. Dr. Jennifer Leiter at NYU Langone says walking past someone with the virus, even on a crowded street, is unlikely to pose much of an infection threat, but congregating with others in close proximity, even outdoors on a train platform, builds exposure to risk. A musician sitting outside on a park bench yesterday said, Part of me is excited. Part of me's overwhelmed. I feel like a lot of people who aren't vaccinated will flock to the city, and I'm a little bit nervous about re-entering society. But others say they're vaccinated, they're broke, and they want to get back into circulation and back to work. Wayne.
0: Joe, thank you. Rudy Giuliani has a lot to say about that raid on his apartment and office at 6 o'clock in the morning a couple mornings ago, and we will hear that straight ahead on your Morning News Roundup. And then about the wind, the WCBS
4: 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: Here with the Exogen Forecast, now Craig Allen, our chief meteorologist, and you can already feel the wind beginning to kick up.
4: It is. It is gusting between 20 and 30. In fact, LaGuardia just had a gust of 33 and Kennedy 32 miles per hour. This is just the beginning. Wind advisory in effect for most of the area. It is a high wind warning for west and central sections of New Jersey, a little bit stronger actually in those locales, and um, it will be partly cloudy. Intervals of clouds and sun. There could be Another shower or two that pops up during this afternoon and this evening, 65 to 70. And after an evening shower, clearing, windy and cold overnight, 40 to 45 with a wind chill down near 30. As for the weekend, sunny to partly cloudy on Saturday. It's still gusty tomorrow with highs near 65. Sunday, much less wind, a little bit milder, but also a little less sunshine and high 70 to 75. 62 in the city, that is down 3. Humidity 60 percent and a northwest wind gusting to 26 in the city. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: Well, in his first public statement since federal agents raided his Upper East Side apartment and office, former mayor and Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani let loose on his WABC radio show. He said that the federal prosecutors who are looking into him are, his word, jealous because, he said, I've done your job longer and much better than you have. As for the allegations, he was an unregistered lobbyist for Ukraine.
3: I was representing my client when I did this. I wasn't representing any Ukrainians. I was representing Donald J. Trump, president or not, an innocent man who was being framed by a bunch of crooks.
0: Reaction from the current mayor of New York? His regard for the law, he left way back on the road. Uh, He went from someone that once upon a time as a U.S. attorney, we thought was uh, an example of upholding the law to now someone who has just no respect for the law whatsoever. And reaction from the current president? Joe Biden said that he learned about the 6 a.m. raid when the rest of the world learned about it.
1: My word, I had no idea this was underway.
0: As for the investigation into Giuliani, Mr. Biden said he would not interfere in any way. A reporter for Atlanta's WSB television was preparing for a live shot on a murder suspect down the loose when that suspect appeared. Behind him, ran right past him, jumped into some bushes. Reporter Matt Johnson and photojournalist Joe Booker were preparing for that story on fugitive Giancarlo Stover when the man ran right past the truck into bushes they called the police And the police swooped in and made the arrest. So the Jets go for a quarterback, hoping this is the guy for real. Kevin Dexter's in for Brad. Hey, Kevin.
3: Well, good morning, Wayne. There have been many quarterbacks the Jets have hoped would finally be the answer over the last several years. And the latest to try to put an end to that uncertainty is Zach Wilson. As expected, gangrene made the 21-year-old out of BYU the second overall pick in last night's NFL draft. He was born and raised in Utah, and now he's ready to take on Broadway.
4: I'm excited to
2: experience living somewhere else. You know, I didn't know where it was going to take me. But I'm so excited that I get to go and uh, be in New York City. I know there's so many opportunities there and and some great situations, some great fans, so I can't wait to – Uh, be able to represent that city. Well, the
3: Jets used their second first-round pick last night to protect their new quarterback. They traded up from 23rd to 14th, parting with a couple of third-rounders to do it to draft the top offensive guard in the draft, Elijah Vera Tucker, out of USC. The Giants were also busy. They moved down from 11th overall to 20th, picking up the Bears' first-round pick next year to do it. And with that 20th pick, they added another offensive weapon, Florida wide receiver Kadarius Toney. From baseball, Yankees fell to the Orioles in their series finale in Baltimore, 4-3 in 10 innings. They'll open a series with the Tigers in the Bronx tonight. Mets were off. They begin a road trip in Philadelphia tonight. From the NBA, Nets beat the Pacers 130-113. Kevin Durant had 42 points. And on the ice, Islanders shut out the Rangers at the Garden 4-0. Devils beat the Flyers 5-3. With Sports First at 12-42, I'm Kevin Dexter.
0: We made it to Friday. It's the morning news roundup. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's the last day of the month, April 30th. I'm Wayne Caput, And three things to know this morning. We just saw our lowest rate of positive coronavirus test results since October 6th, Connecticut. Still close to 500 new cases, though, yesterday and about 400 sufferers still in hospitals. Governor Ned Lamont says that outdoor restrictions will be lifted tomorrow. No masks required. And...
3: No table size limits. Remember, we were limited to eight because we wanted to keep the cohort smaller. That's lifted as of Saturday.
0: Two, it only gets worse in India's coronavirus cases, climbing 390,000 new cases just in one day yesterday. Every day is worse than the one before. They're opening up military hospitals trying to help people. Third thing, all aboard Amtrak, President Biden will be in Philadelphia today to talk about 50 years of service for the nation's passenger rail system. He is a diehard rider. They call him Amtrak Joe, and he'll be there for the celebration today and talk about all the money his infrastructure plan has to improve rails and roads and bridges, public transit too. From our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, April 30th, starting with a very loud sound on the Hudson River from one year ago this morning.
4: The Comfort gives one final salute to a city that needed a boost. New York City 2020. The 1,000-bed hospital ship only ended up treating 182 patients, and that was after it adjusted early on to start taking COVID cases.
5: Breaking news from Governor Cuomo today that there'll be no subway service overnight.
0: Ridership is down 92%.
3: One World Trade Center overtakes the Empire State Building as the tallest skyscraper in New York.
0: 2012.
3: Ten years after the 9-11 attacks, once again, Lower Manhattan is home to the tallest building in the city.
0: New York City, 1968. A great
1: majority of the police conducted themselves with great professionalism and restraint.
0: Mayor Lindsay answers Gabe Pressman's suggestions of police brutality as a thousand cops swept out student protesters occupying a hall at Columbia University. Some police officers, however, used
1: excessive force.
0: 15 cops and 100 students were injured. Next question. 1975. This would be their last chance. The last U.S. helicopter leaves the U.S. Embassy grounds as Saigon surrenders in Vietnam. CBS's Ed Bradley phoned a report in over images of helicopters plunging into water, pilots leaping out of aircraft, Vietnamese swimming for boats, hordes of evacuees desperately looking for a way out. Families
1: separated and flying out for help, pleading not to be left behind. Watch
0: the last straw book. 1973. Good evening. President Nixon goes on TV to tell America he takes responsibility for a hotel break-in that he said he knew nothing about.
1: I will do everything in my power to ensure that the guilty are brought to justice and that such abuses are purged from our political processes long after I have
0: left this office. That would not be long. One year later on this date, Nixon handed over transcripts of Oval Office recordings of watergate this is april 30th
4: the wcbs 880 morning news roundup live on 880 and on demand at wcbs880.com roundup or wherever you get your podcasts
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours